Rooting Tootin Cowboy Shooting Tootin. Well, I haven't played it very much because it took like six hours to download. Oh, really? Yeah, because the CD drive doesn't work on my PlayStation. So, can't buy a physical copy. And then, um, it's like 92 gigabytes. That's a lot of gigabytes. Mm -hmm. It's like twice as large as most of the video games, I think. But, so I've played enough to get through like the opening shit. Because it didn't finish until like 10 o'clock last night. Mm -hmm. I'm old and gotta go to bed. <laughs> it's alright. I mean, maybe I'll be more into it later, but um, you start off in the snow trying to find a cabin for you and your gang to hide out in, and it's like, oh, hateful late. <laughs> and then you rob a train, and it's like, oh, assassination of Jesse James. <laughs> So just as I predicted, um... They just took a bunch of uh, cowboy movies and you're going to play them out. You're going to play out those scenarios. <clears throat> yeah, and then you're going to hear on the internet about how great the storyline is and how inventive and smart Rockstar is. And then all they did was just take story beats from recent famous westerns. Yeah, I know. If you're going to plumb something, why not go back to, like, uh, for a few dollars more or once upon a time in the West? Oh, it's because they utilized all those in the first Red Dead Redemption. Oh, well. Yeah, I remember like there was even Rockstar even released like some um, media promotion stuff about Red, the first Red Dead Redemption. Like, oh, these are the films that inspired this game. You should watch them. Here's a list of them. And blah blah, blah that sort of thing. Oh well, man, I, that's kind of cool, I guess. Yeah, I well, that's that, what right? I mean is because they were open about, about their references and their inspiration and stuff. This time they're like, nah, we're just the best. Am I right? <laughs> we ain't confident nobody. Yeah, are we good at video games? <laughs> Isn't this art? You know, the funny thing is I actually really remember liking the uh, the story to uh, Red Dead Revolver, the very first Red Dead Redemption. Mm -hmm. Capcom before. No, no, it was, okay. it was still Rockstar. No, uh, it was Capcom. No, it wasn't. It was Rockstar. Red Dead Revolver? It was Rockstar. It was Capcom, yeah. No, it wasn't. Look it up. You All right, <laughs> we're looking it up right now. <laughs> it was a Rockstar. Um, and because I remember playing thinking, oh, shit, it's going to be like a Cowboy Grand Theft Auto. But I actually kind of enjoyed that game more than Red Dead Revolver when I played it. You mean Red Dead Redemption? Red Dead Redemption, whatever. So, well, Red Dead Redemption, or Revolver, is not a Rockstar. Even if Rockstar made it or produced or distributed it, um, it is not a Rockstar type game. It's not open world. It's not, you know. Yeah, so you're right. Rockstar San Diego. But, uh. Eat it. It's not anything like a Rockstar game. It's no. not open world. They don't make you, like, hey, you can go play tennis. They kind, and... of, uh, they kind of play at the open world a little bit. They hint at it. I just don't think they are, the technology was there under the uh, PlayStation 1 for them to do what they wanted. Yeah, because I guess at that time, all there was Grand Theft Auto 3. Yeah. And if you go back and look at that now, yeah, it was PlayStation 2. It's kind of like a... It was goofy. Yeah, but then San Andreas is really cool. Mm -hmm. It's still kind of What was the Miami one? Oh, yeah. Miami. Vice. Vice no. right. <laughs> City. Vice City, that's it. Yeah, and they were like, we got motorcycles and scooters now. <laughs> this guy's going on a Hawaiian shirt. It's in the 80s. Pew! Which, I actually like Vice City. Yeah. Everyone likes San Andreas the best on the internet, it seems like. I never really played San Andreas. No, really, the last I one I played was Vice City. Yeah. That's also like. San Andreas is like, oh, I. I wasn't really interested in living out the stories from 90s hip-hop. Yeah, I know. I remember those stories from all that. Yeah, I'd rather just listen to the songs. Rockstar is cool. Red Dead Redemption 2 is getting all this publicity and hype about 
attention to detail and like how real the world is and nah it's just a video game you run into npcs they're like ah the snake bit my ass help me please you know what i mean it's not it doesn't it's not it doesn't feel real it's not groundbreaking we're not there yet um i don't think you should be getting so much hype for those sorts of things like oh the horse shits sometimes <laughs> okay cool your character actually picks up items yeah that's gonna be real annoying after like 10 hours <laughs> would be great if the horse shit everywhere and someone actually had to go through and clean it up someone in the gang must be cleaning it up because our campsite doesn't have horse shit everywhere even where the horses are like you know hitched all the time yeah no road apples anywhere no not that i've seen uh, the first town, I made it to the first town, uh, Valentine. Streets are just muddy as fuck, there's mud everywhere, and I've always wanted to live in cowboy times. You just change your mind yeah. real quick. I was like, oh man, my boots would be dirty all the time. You know, somewhere it doesn't rain very much. Yeah. Tombstone. Yeah, I guess, um, the American Southwest. <laughs> uh, we watched, when we watched The Last Starfighter. Yeah, The Last Starfighter this time. Yeah. Uh, Sci-fi classic. I mean, it's kind of a cold classic. It is a cold yeah. film. Um, before we get into it, we mentioned we talked about sci-fi authors under Robo Robocop, I think. And yeah. I, right after I left, I realized that there's one person I should have mentioned that I, you, you probably already know him, but if you don't, you you like him because he's a lot. Viewpoint wise, a lot like you, uh, Harlan Ellison. Harlan Ellison? No, I don't. I'm not familiar with. You're his not familiar Harlan Ellison? Well, you need to look up Harlan Ellison, <clears throat> and uh, you should also read uh, Dangerous Visions, which is like the. Still, in my opinion, one of the best short story uh, collections of science fiction anywhere. It was uh, edited by Harlan Ellison. He has like, one story in it, and mm -hmm. then it's a bunch of other people. It was pretty good. It's really good. What, is, what is, has Harlan Ellison written that I might be familiar with? Uh, so, A Boy and His Dog. Um, he's mostly like a short story. He's a, he did a bunch of like episodes for like Star Trek. Mm -hmm. and uh, Actually, maybe not a bunch of episodes. Probably only said, like, four or five. And then uh, Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. Yeah. Boy and His Dog is like... Um, what the movie's based on? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. And nice. another shit I'm forgetting about right now, too. Like, he's done a, he has a whole <clears throat> body of work that I'm completely blanking on. Mm. But, it, yeah, you'll, you'll like it. Alright, so, uh, <clears throat> got important things to talk about before we start going over the movie. Because <laughs> I went down a little rabbit hole when I was learning about this film. I did no research whatsoever, which is part of the course. Oh, which another thing we should mention. I mean, rest in peace to Julius Carey. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah. Showing up. Showing teaching up. Jesus Christ how to grow up in heaven. Yeah, he's probably whooping Jesus' ass. Yeah, I would imagine. Like, he's the new Shogun of heaven. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm the Shogun of heaven. Of heaven. Take that, Jesus, you nerd. Yeah, I'm, G I'm God's real son. Mm -hmm. Yeah, anybody have so questions how much research we actually do before we, uh, we start recording? Uh, Julius Carey apparently passed away in 2008, which is really... Yeah, so our um, sequel, it's going to have to be Idris Elba, I think. Yeah, we're going to recast. Mm -hmm. It's going to be DJ Drews. <laughs> Idris Elba has a singing and DJ career. Well, I'm familiar with it. I'm in America. I know of it. <laughs> he's on a remix of um, a Skepta song that's really good. He's got a nice voice. Uh, does that surprise you? I've heard Idris Elba speak. Oh, yeah, good point. All right, so last Starfighter. This movie came out in 1984. But that was when you were born. Yeah. Directed by Nick Castle. Uh, interesting things about this man. He wrote Escape from New York. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's pretty cool, right? Um, he directed Major Pain. <laughs> Out of his directing credits, aside from Last Starfighter, Major Pain was the only one that was interesting. But Major Pain was a pretty good movie. Remember when he shoots the boogeyman in the closet? 
And he's like, if he's in there, <laughs> he ain't happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was uh, Damon Wayans. Damon Wayans. Yeah, I remember Damon Wayans was, you know, famous. He's still famous. He's got that Lethal Weapon show that apparently. He does? He's, uh, he plays Merton on the Weapon TV show. Holy shit. Is that on, like, CBS, though? It's on Fox. Oh. Sounds like a CBS. Well, no, nah, I guess not. CBS is more like... Yeah, but they... Isn't the military cool? But I think they had like, a whole shit show over, like, the, uh, the Riggs character. No. He got he fired. Was Australian? <laughs> no, I think he was a kind of an ass. Well, the, the guy is Like, Mel Gibson. Yeah, like Mel Gibson. But so, apparently that's okay to work on, like, a... Like a movie, but a TV show that's going to shoot over multiple years, people get sick of your shit. Oh, yeah, because the movie's like, yeah, six months at the most, unless yeah. it's Lord of the Rings. And the yeah, TV show, it's like, oh, man, I'm going to have to work with this asshole for like six years. So they brought Sean William Scott in, I think. And I don't know if he's actually playing Riggs in the second season. And then I think I heard that Damon Wayne's going to leave. All right, I so, only watched the show, but I just read an article yeah. and it sounded crazy. All right, so this show basically doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> I also will say, the first time I saw Damon Wayne Jr., I'm like, oh shit, Damon Wayne is looking really good. <laughs> I don't crack. No, but it's just his son. It looks exactly like him. Yeah, it I sounds exactly like him. Exactly. I don't believe that there is a mother. I, I assume that Damon Wayne just reproduces like by budding like a sea sponge. Or it's a clone. Like, exactly. uh, you know, like uh, Dave Chappelle, that sounds real Dave Chappelle. He's a clone now. Um, who are some of the other people that they claim are clones? What? Yeah, Black Illuminati. Oh. Um, you know, those weird internet conspiracy theories. Uh, so, yeah. This, this is the one I've been turned on to yet. Oh, really? I'm pretty familiar with it. Mostly just the Dave Chappelle one, because, like, his voice sounds different now. It's like, yeah, he's been smoking for, like, 40 years. Yeah, man. <laughs> he's getting older. <laughs> and, like, and he's way bigger. He works out. Yeah. Uh, Nick Castle, the director, also um, played Michael Myers in the original Halloween. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So he must be a very tall man. Yep. And spooky. Maybe not spooky. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. He's good at asking anybody. He's spooky. good at standing still. And uh, six point seven stars on IMDb, which I guess it's nostalgia, cult stuff. Same reason why I would say Return of the Living Dead like eleven out of ten. Uh, this movie's not. <sighs> well, I don't know, man. I I probably did not watch the last Starfighter as much as I watched Return of the Living Dead as a kid, but mm-hmm. Return of the Living Dead is a better movie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Different audiences, I think. Yeah, probably. Kinda. I mean, this movie tries to tell the line a little bit with, like, some of the dialogue from the little brother specifically. <laughs> yeah. Who's the best character in the movie? <laughs> There's also the one, like, torture scene that's a little. seems out of place for how much violent the rest of the movie is. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, so, 2007, I guess there was a musical of Lost Starfighter. I don't remember hearing very much about it, so I guess it probably wasn't that good. Probably wasn't that good. Did Bono record? I doubt it. Um, I, apparently during production for this movie, they were also producing an Atari game to coincide Oh, like this I do know. And Atari saw the movie after post-production, and they're like, nope! <laughs> well, yeah, they just didn't ever finish it. Supposedly there's some, there's urban, or internet legends that there was some prototype, some people have played it, blah, 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 which is going to lead into the big rabbit hole I went down in a second. But first, um, apparently there's recently been plans for a remake written by Gary Widow. The man from Neo Gaff, remember? No, oh, I remember Gary Wood. Yeah. yeah, that's a terrible choice, but go ahead. Go for it. I did the Book of Eli. I remember back in uh, 2008 or so, a bunch of like really uh, shitty bro-type dudes who didn't know anything about movies thought the Book of Eli was really good. So, good for you, Gary Wood. I'm sure the last Starfighter remake will also be very appealing. To He's me. also rewriting, remaking Akira, too, right? That's one of the other things I think he was attached to. Yikes. Everyone stopped trying to make Akira. 
it's already the perfect the cure already exists and it's perfect. <laughs> well, I mean, they still that's I Hollywood still does that, right? I mean, with everything, Total Recall, they made that Total Recall mm-hmm. was just a perfectly fine movie. You don't need to remake it. I thought you'd make it more like Philip K. Dick's original vision. Well, I mean, it's yeah. only kind of loosely based on it, anyway. So. Yeah. Um, what's the point? Yeah. Akira, I think it's just even for some reason making a live action Akira is just really offensive to me. Like I don't. Oh, I mean, I, I feel the same way about the live action Disney remakes. Oh, that's just such low effort trash. Yeah, fuck that. Especially the Beauty and the Beast one. Like, it's almost a shot for shot remake uh, of a fucking cartoon. Like, here you shit. go, 25 year old sad lonely girls that still are obsessed with Disney. Maybe not everyone's familiar with these type of people, but I feel like I work with a bunch of them. <laughs> and it's like you do run into them a lot in like call center jobs. Yeah. Oh man, quick put me on blast. People are gonna figure out where I work. <laughs> It's in Arizona. It's a call center job. Oh, because millions. look, there's like there's five, millions. five thousand of them. There's millions of them. Um, but that said, speaking of conspiracies, like Disney, evil corporation, we need to talk about Polybius. And this is an internet urban legend about an evil video game. So, story goes, 1982, this uh, video game called Polybius appears randomly in a few arcades around the Portland, Oregon area. Uh, the video game causes kids to hallucinate, experience amnesia, seizures, all sorts of stuff like that. Uh, people report men in black coming to check the information on the games, mm-hmm. as though it's some sort of recruitment tool, or they're testing like an MK ultra like mind-control experiment. And just as quickly as it appeared, Polybius is gone. People remember playing it, people remember seeing it, Shit like that. Yeah, but people also Here's remember the, the Berenstein Bears and Bernstein Bears yeah. shit, too. Here's the problem, though. Uh, any mention of Polybius doesn't show up until the year 2000 on coinop.org, mm. that website about arcade games. Yeah. And it seems most likely the guy that ran that website just created a creepypasta and, like, put it in there. And then he himself submitted it to GameSpot or Game Informer for their magazine and appeared in the magazine 2003 and they were like inconclusive we don't know if it's real or not so it does just seem kind of like a hoax mm-hmm. and a lot of people have recreated it they've even built arcade cabinets with the recreation of the game that sort of thing it's just really interesting thing is though it supposedly came out in 1982 two years before the last starfighter so maybe there's some inspiration on that but the fact that it doesn't seem to exist until the year 2000 it's I really doubt it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, because they almost—it's almost like it's crafted around Last Starfighter, right? Oh, it was created in 1982. Yeah, it was some government test. Right. Or, yeah, some weird shit. <clears throat> yeah, which. Last so I'm just gonna say right now, I don't believe shit. It's interesting though. Like I said, I read about it and watched some videos on it. As soon as I found out about it, I'm not sure how I missed it because I'm all about like weird conspiracy shit. Yeah, that shit's like Dave being a clone. Mm-hmm. My favorite is um. Is Rock no. You shaved that man, that goatee? Oh shit! He's just trying to look younger. So <laughs> get the ladies. Yeah. What's my favorite conspiracy theory? I like the fucking ridiculous ones. Like the Paul's dead one. I mean, the Dave Chappelle's one was crazy too. <clears throat> oh, my favorite actually though is uh, um, Sharon Tate and her friends weren't murdered by the Manson family just because the Manson family was crazy. More that Charles Manson was more like a Hollywood industry pimp. He was pimping out those young girls. Roman Polanski owed him money, wouldn't pay up, so he killed Roman Polanski's wife and unborn child. 
And, I mean, Roman Plants is a pedophile, so it all adds up. That one's true. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Charles Manson's never mentioned it himself, and he talked a lot of shit in prison. Yeah, he talked a lot of crazy shit in prison, and, uh, it's... Like, I'm tiptoeing around here like a spider. Actually, this is one of the weird consistencies of my personality and character, but I'm actually really interested in Charles Manson. I think mean, he actually had like a couple good songs. Um, his story is really interesting. I think he because... had like, a couple okay songs, I guess. But I mean, like, I mean, the Beach Boys stole one of them. <laughs> but really, just the Manson story in general is interesting because, guess what? Sixties summer of love and all that shit didn't pan out. And here's direct action on that because Charles Manson was all in the hippie scene in the Bay Area, recruiting other hippies and yeah, having a good time. And people got murdered, and Nixon got elected, <laughs> and all those people are having a good time. Hey, Ashbury, they grew up to vote for Ronald Reagan, and now we're in this shit. So thanks, hippies. No, I mean there's actually more. I feel like, let's be honest, there's more evidence to show that like, the hippie movement was a was a minority in the '60s of the youth culture, and that oh, yeah, other absolutely. people grew up to vote for the Reagan to vote for Reagan. Yeah, I mean, we still got Ben and Jerry's and Fruitopia mm. and stuff. Remember Fruitopia? I remember Fruitopia. That shit was good. Mm-hmm. I guess we can talk about Last Starfighter now. Uh, I guess we can. Mm. Yeah, so I didn't really like it that much. Nah, it's alright. They, um, it starts out in, like, the most picturesque trailer park you've ever fucking seen. Yeah, so, homie's like, man, I gotta get out of here. This is garbage. This is the worst. And then I was like, fucking, I want to live in that trailer park. Mm-hmm. Everybody seems cool with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that just reflects more on like how desperate I am in the current economic and social climate in the United States. So I'm just like, fucking seems like paradise to me. <laughs> like no nah, trailers, happiness. Yeah, I don't. No, I don't want a big car, a big house, and all that shit. Nope. I want to live in a trailer park. <laughs> I will say that, but you know, like remember, you remember like Berryessa, like the the trailer park up there. Yeah. Very. That's kind of a similar vibe, but like, mm-hmm. it wasn't like a permanent residence. Yeah, no, everyone. Except just... for a few people. Were there people that lived there? You think? Oh yeah, there was. Oh. Absolutely. I mean, I'll, I know their names, but I'm not gonna say them on the, the podcast. Um, okay. If you, because there's a couple times we went up like in off seasons, mm-hmm. and there's like people, six there. or seven people there. Yeah, that's true. I guess I never really never thought about it. Mm-hmm. That's like when you're young. Um, only your life in the small universe that you occupy is real. Everyone else is just NPCs that pop into existence. So I'm not following. That's still how I operate. <clears throat> I do a little bit. Uh, people on the internet. That's how that's how the internet works exactly. Well, um. So that's, you know how like the alt-right and the libertarians and just, you know, general like nerds on the internet, fucking dweebs, uh, they all, they must all get like a fucking email newsletter, like, hey, these are the new fucking buzzwords we're going to use or some shit like that. It's because they're all about the NPC shit right now. <laughs> oh, you fucking libtard SJW, you're just an NPC. Yeah, I don't know what that means, man. Like, is it supposed to imply that it's a bot or, oh, you're... You, you didn't take the red pill, so you're not an active participant in the game. You're just an NPC running through your programming. I don't know, it's bull- it doesn't make any sense, just like all their shit. Like the whole alpha, beta bullshit? It's also just fucking so nerdy and dumb. Yeah. Everything they do seems so out of touch. Now, the thing is, it's all based off of like a six-year-old mentality of the hierarchy of the world. Yeah. 
No, I'm, there's no one knows such a huge crossover between incels and people that identify as like the alt right or internet conservatives. Like you guys are just fucking lame. <laughs> You're so fucking lame. Um, kind of like Alex, the star of the Last Starfighter. He's not alt right or mean or anything. He's just fucking lame. He's a little lame. Lame. Uh, beta, beta Alex is a lot better. <laughs> Oh, Beta Alex That's is a right. lot better, you say. Yeah, in my notes, it's uh, Soy Boy. Soy Boy Alex? Soy Boy Alex. Yeah, we did. Oh, uh, <laughs> start of the movie, mail, a cat comes out with a mailbox. Remember that? Yeah. That was cool. <laughs> Were you talking about the cat the entire time? Maybe. Um, then we see Otis. I think the older black man's name is Otis. Yeah, it's Otis. So there's, he's... there's two black people who in the trailer park. Otis is the only one that's named. I think mm-hmm. he works in the trailer park. With Alex's mom, that's what I gather. He seems like he's the, uh, the super. Yeah. Superintendent. Superintendent. Yeah. Uh, he also seems, probably runs the general store, it seems like. He's up there on the hill. Mm-hmm. He's the king of the trailer park. Up on this hill. <laughs> Lord, no risk. That's, uh, it is like a kind of an 80s trope, and like Stephen King does a lot in his novels. Uh, but like the magic Negro. Yeah. Um. And he, Otis is not, does that a little bit with his little, his, uh, it's hard to heart with uh, with Alex. Mm-hmm. He's like, I guess he's again. not like magical in this one, but he is like well, he's the he's, father figure. Yeah, he's the, the father figure. He's the wise man. He knows. Mm-hmm. He's the salt of the earth fella that knows how the world really works, mm-hmm. right? Well, that's the same thing um, that <laughs> how Native Americans first yeah. started appearing in popular media. That's still Native Americans use largely. For that. Yeah, and it's like uh, so. I don't want to outright call it like it's not. Um, Aggressive racism, you know, they're not trying to be mean, but it is just oversimplification of an entire group of people. Because, <laughs> yeah, they're just like, yeah, you know what's cool about these Native Americans? They're wise and they know about the earth. Yeah. It's like, eh, yeah, I guess, like, that's part of some of the tribe's culture. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, it's the 80s, what can you do? And, uh, yeah, Otis, he's the king of the trailer park. I uh, get the Transformers nineteen eighty six movie intro. What do you mean? Like the red tunnel. Oh yeah. And the the, the, mm. the cast the text flying through it flying through it. That's exactly Transformers movie, which is about two years later. Oh, so they copied this movie. I would know. Transformers I would one so. is cooler. Yeah, Transformers is a better movie. I remember it um, much more vividly, but I've also seen that movie like easily two hundred times. And uh, we get introduced to Alex's brother, the best character in the movie. He's walked around with a space helmet on, he's got a gun. Shooting darts. Yeah, and his, his mom says something to him, like, yeah, take that helmet off, whatever. Space he's just, man? Yeah, and he's like, earthling. <laughs> he, and uh, he's going to have a few really good lines in this movie. <laughs> Catherine Mary Stewart they, plays the lead character, lead female character, Maggie. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is from another 80s zombie movie I really like, called Light of the Comet. Oh, I watched that the other day. Oh, we should watch that for this eventually. Oh, okay. Um, but that was just my one observation as soon as I saw it. I'm like, oh, now they come. Oh, now they come. There she is. For some reason, I didn't make that connection. I watched that in the comment, um, like, right before Halloween, I think. Wow, you're dumb. Well, it's just, uh, all women in the 80s had the same haircut. <laughs> and she does kind of look like the, uh, the lead woman from Night of the Creeps. Yeah. I mean, this, her aunt back yeah. too, which is also... I don't know what was going on with white women in the 80s, but apparently if you weren't a Sharon Stone, it was like, let's all look the same. <laughs> Maggie and their friends are going to go on, they're going to Silver Lake. 
And Alex is like, yeah, I'm going to get out of here. I'm not just going to go to the lake in the movies and throw City up, college like you. Throw up the art every night, every Saturday night at the movies. And I was like, yeah, it's kind of all you can hope for in 2018, Alex. Make peace with what you have, Alex. You got a nice trailer park. Um, you got a cute girlfriend. You got some friends. One has got a cowboy hat, though. So Yeah, maybe cut him out of your life. He's the one with the car, though, seemingly. He's got a big old truck. Yeah, it's, it's definitely his mm-hmm. truck. But, I mean, going to the lake's cool. Going to the movies is cool. Well, he doesn't get to go to the lake or go to the movies. No, That's the point. He, gets a, he has a little bitch rest of the in about five seconds. Yeah, he's a working-class hero. We already talked about him. He's not quite uh, Frank's level from the Journal of the Dead yet. No, but he's on his way. Yeah. Another 40, 40 years will be there. Mm-hmm. So he's like, man, this is fucking bullshit. And then he has to help out. Fixing someone's electric. And so they can watch their soaps and their mm-hmm. damn stories. Mm-hmm. He's like, damn. He's gonna plunge a toilet. Ma, that's gonna take all day. <laughs> and then uh, we see his one. His one outlet. His one outlet is the Starfighter game. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's called Starfighter. Starfighter. Uh, like right away, you should know there's some problems with this game because the graphics are way too good for 1984. Oh, yeah. Three graphics. and. Yeah, no, um, it exists in Eight pixels 3D everywhere. space. There's, like, straight-up CG, 3D graphics, like, cinematic starting the game. It's yeah. Like, oh, my God, this is definitely from outer space. <laughs> but he doesn't know. That's the only video game he's ever played. I mean, I feel like he goes to the movies. Oh, they probably have arcade. Probably have <laughs> Unless movies. it's, like, a drive-in, though. Oh, no, but they no, have no. arcade games in, like, the concession area. Huh. Yeah, maybe he's just an idiot. Well, he definitely is an idiot. <laughs> we'll get into that. But uh, he has a little hard time with when He's like, it, it, things change, Alex. Don't worry about it. They always do. Yep. He's basically um, what I was just saying. Like, fucking, whatever, man. <laughs> like, we'll be alright. It's going to be alright. Yeah. Like, yeah uh, I don't know. Maggie comes home from the, the lake. She gets dropped off by... Yeah, old Jack Blake. Old Jack Blake and his cowboy hat. He's like, oh, old Jack Blake was just heading this way, huh? You know what old Jack Blake says? Is it sometimes you're just gonna say, fuck it. Man, it would be so dope if instead of being like a goofy 80s like frat boy in a cowboy hat, if it was just what, a really older cowboy. It's like, why are they hanging out with them? It's gonna cry. You know what old Jack Black says? Jack, Jack Black says, <laughs> Jack. Holy old Jack. You know what old Jack Black says? Woo! <laughs> he says, how could we do about it? Jack Black's not funny, everyone. He oh. seems like a nice guy, but but Jack Blake is a pervert. Because <laughs> he lives on the other side of town, but yeah, he's dropping like, Maggie mm, off. Who already has a girlfriend. And I think Jack Blake has a girlfriend, as we learn a little bit later in the movie, mm-hmm. too. So what we get out of this is Jack Blake's a huge piece of shit. Yeah, he's also like, oh, this is my friend's girlfriend. Maybe I'll put the moves on. I also don't think he's like, actually friends with Alex. No, it's just I think he's trying to have sex with Maggie mm-hmm. and... Maggie's boyfriend is Alex. <laughs> he's a real piece of shit. Just to go back to what I said earlier. Mm-hmm. You can tell when you first see him because he's got a cowboy hat on and a big red truck. And he's giving Alex shit for wanting to better himself. What? You trying to get out of here, man? We're going to City College. <laughs> We're going to Silver Lake get drunk, throw up. Um, but then Maggie's like, I wanted to come see you. And it's like, oh, yeah, you're right. You're a nice, like, she's a nice girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. But I understand why he'd be upset at first. He's also upset he didn't get to hang out. Yeah, he's just pissed that he got ahead. He's just shitty laughing, day in the trailer park. Lashing out, and he's only like 17, so, you know. Even though the actor's got to be like 25. Yeah. 
He's like fucking killing it, Starfighter. Maggie's like, damn, dude. And he's like, oh, you're gonna get the record. Uh huh. He's like, everybody, come watch Alex beat the record. And this is how you know it's a real trailer park. Because it's such a stupid, mundane thing, but everybody's so fucking excited for They're it. They're like, fuck, yeah. Well, because you know, like, they've been talking about it. Right. Everybody's, like, everybody's trying tried this game. Yeah. Everybody goes through, when they go to the general store, everybody try, has a go at the Starfighter mm-hmm. games. There's nothing else to do in our fucking room. Yeah, like, someone wants to get the highest score. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, fucking, he's gonna do it. And they're like, a command ship, a command ship. Command ship. Yeah, that's in my notes with, like, three exclamation points. <laughs> <laughs> it's the highest score. He's the best. He's like, I'm the best. Remember that? Standing on a car. Finger in the air. Because I'm the best. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Don't. Really? Do you <laughs> not remember that weird YouTube video? I saw it was popular on Gaff at one point. Probably. I'm going to watch so many weird YouTube videos sorry, sorry, in the last sorry, years. Sorry. I'm the best. <laughs> badger, 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 badger. badger. Oh, God. Um, so then, yeah, he's just feeling real good on top of the world. He's kissing on Maggie, and Alex's brother Lewis says, Ugh, diarrhea. <laughs> Which doesn't make any sense, because we learn later that Lewis is all up in the, the ladies. Yeah, he's reading, trying, he's like, damn, where's November, Playboy? Because he's it's June. Oh, because there's a specific lady that he's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's my sugar. Uh, and then Maggie gets sad, because she's like, damn, you're so good at video games, you're definitely going to leave Yeah, that was such a weird transition. Well, the first night I realized that you actually could do stuff. Yeah, well, you can be a video game. I thought you were just going to fix electric and punch toilets. Mm-hmm. I'm talking shit about going to college. <laughs> Nerd. And they're like, no, nah, I'll never leave you, Maggie. Like, this, this is you and me forever. I know we're only like 17, but you know. And it, it's fun to mention that this movie has actually some surprisingly good acting as well, I think. Oh, yeah, no, um, the acting's great, like, especially for an 80s movie. Right. But it's just not really Like, the two main characters, Alex and Maggie, are really good. Mm-hmm. Which is not um, something you would expect, uh, uh, given what we've seen from, like, Night of the Creeps. Yeah, um, the dude who plays Alex definitely should have done more comedic roles, though, because he's way better yeah, as time beta really Alex than he is as regular Alex. Now, regular Alex is just Mark Hamill in A New Hope. Well, this whole movie is, is like a quasi Star Wars ripoff, right? Yeah, a little bit. He's just so whiny, like Mark Hamill in the world. <laughs> in the Mugashi station. Oh, yeah, we used to bust those one fraction by blah 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 blah. blah. TV186.com. They're not much bigger than three meters. Yeah, we used to bust them with the Also, three meters? How big is a fucking. That's 15 feet. Wamprats are big. Huh? Wamprats are huge. Shit. And also, the ship he says sounds like a calculator. It's a graphic calculator. I don't know for a fact. It just sounds like it. Mm-hmm. Um, so then he comes in after, like, don't worry, Maggie, it's you and me forever. Bonnie clad this shit, ride or die. And mom sees him. And he's like, I did it. I beat the high score. And his mom like, crushes him. She's like, oh, that's nice. I guess I can wait till morning to give you this, but here, let me crush your dreams right now. <laughs> yep. And, uh,. You don't get that loan. No one wants to give you money because you're poor, fucker. That's right. My notes say the poor stay poor. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Well, I mean, the other thing, too, is like how much is he's going to take a huge loan to better himself and go to college? No, he'll just be in debt forever. Mm-hmm. Like the rest of us. <laughs> this is where it all starts, Tom. Mm-hmm. Um, um, then Doc Brown shows up <laughs> in his uh, space hearse DeLorean. 
The new model from DeLorean. Do you have a body that you need to get to Alpha Centauri? Try the new Space Hearst DeLorean. I think it's supposed to resemble the DeLorean, to be honest. I think it is, too. Yeah. And it reminds me of a fucking Hearst DeLorean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's got, like, a station wagon back there. Yeah, there's a dead body in the back of that thing. Kind of. Because that's where Beta is. Yeah. This is my friend Beta. Centauri has a really cool voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, uh, what's his name? Robert Preston. Mm-hmm. Very famous actor. Uh, everyone in this movie. I think every, like everyone said they loved working with him on this movie, but they thought he was way older than he was because he'd been smoking for so long. Mm-hmm. But How old is he? He's only I think he's only like sixty. I don't know. That's not far out of the realm. Yeah, he's, he's at forty-two. I was like, oh god. Oh yeah. Well, he dies like a couple years after this movie. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. We know well, he's dead. Well, I mean, it's, it's kind of like a. It happens to a lot of actors. Like Orson Welles' his last movie with Transformers. Yeah. Remember that um, commercial that never aired, where he's drinking wine, he's drunk as hell. <laughs> he's like, ah, I can't get the fucking lines right. I thought it did. Oh, you, they, that didn't air, but I thought that commercial itself aired. Oh, it might have. Just uh, the his topic. Stuff. Yep. They uh, they made fun of that for Animaniacs, right? Some peas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're always calling out. Uh, a few peas here. Yeah. Because they had what's his face that does like a really good Orson Welles impersonation. Phil LaMarche. Is it Phil Lawrence? Yeah, it also does the brain. Brain, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he does go Orson Welles. They also, uh, what's uh, Peter, not Peter Lord, you know the character actor from way back in the day? Time is like, oh, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Damn. Uh, yeah, he's got the creepy cool mm-hmm. face. Yeah. Well, I guess that was more Looney Tunes that made fun of him because he's like from the 30s and 40s. Yeah, that's or, true. Yeah, that was nice to see yeah, so uh, Centauri's like, yo, hey, cute boy, hop in this ride. <laughs> and he's like, well, you know what? I, was, I ain't got no future in the trailer park. Maybe it's time to gigolo. <laughs> <laughs> I, it just seems so... If Crazy Car shows up, it's like, hey, can you tell me who beat that score over there? He's like, it's me, man. Me, Alex Rogan. He's like, hop in the, hop in the space, Hurst Lauren. I got some, to lay some heavy shit on you, man. Hold on, first shake hands with my... Man, servant. And it looks like they're gonna crash up and they launch out in space. Yeah, it's secretly a spaceship. And yeah, at this point, Alex really is, set up. should be going crazy because it's. He's like, well, he is a little bit. He's just kind of like, why? Where, where are we going? <laughs> I feel like I would have a completely different reaction. Um, the special effects when the spaceship takes off are really good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this is one of the first movies to use, to really heavily use computer graphics. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, a, I think I read that it was, all the special effects were CG done on. Yeah, all the space ones are. There's some mm-hmm. practical effects, like the well, obviously, like data and shit, but, yeah. uh, but all the space starfighting is, is CG, and it clearly was a bad choice. Um, I mean, not really. It doesn't look god-awful. You just gotta mm-hmm. be like, yeah, it's 1984. I, you really have to forget. Oh, I mean, yes, Star Wars looks so much better, and that's because it was miniature eggs and miniatures. And I don't say even for like the practical effects they do in Starfighter, uh, there's some weird choices. Like they they have a uh, rubber mask man in like full daylight. Well, even this scene right here is where they're gonna make a weird choice, and Centauri takes off his fake human face just for a gag, I guess. Yeah, and puts, puts it back, it back on. on. It's that was weird. Just thought Alex know that this guy's an alien and something strange is going on, I mm-hmm. guess. <laughs> like yeah. he couldn't get that from the fact he's flying space Thorin. Yeah. But he's secretly also he's um fucking like a dookie monster. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he looks like. 
Uh, and then we meet these other aliens who have fucking the worst hair. And I understand why they're like, we gotta wipe these guys out. <laughs> you seen their haircuts? Every single one's got the same I haircut. I can't stare and look at them. And they got weird brow lines. And, and you know, I just... The art direction in the uh, in the movie is not good. So uninspired. Um, yeah, it's just really boring and bland. And there's Centauri and Craig uh, and the Kodans. Are they all the same race? Because they all look like Dookie monsters. <laughs> it doesn't make... Well, I mean, I don't want to go into it, but like the... It's just not visually interesting. Mm-hmm. If they're going for like a Star Wars vibe, they, they fucked really it up. Fucking mess. Yeah, they fucked it. I, I I don't know. I have nothing good to say about like the ant creature designs in this movie. No. Greg, the uh, the reptile guy, who looks like the most uncomfortable costume in the world. I don't think he can blink his eyes in it. The, oh, it was, every time they show his face, I'm like, the fucking makeup goes right up to his like uh, his eye. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my god! Like it just seems how uncomfortable would that be put on? <laughs> yeah. For this shitty movie, well, because they'll be on paid a lot, but I doubt it. No, he's uh, the guy that plays him. He's got a cool name. It's like uh, Dan O'Herlihy. Mm-hmm. Don't hear O'Herlihy too much. <laughs> Greg has a funny laugh. He's like, <laughs> he just wheezes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I did notice. Uh, so there's this concept of high strangeness that uh, accompanies like alien abductions. Mm-hmm. Like, many people have like extreme alien abduction stories. It'll be like. The alien comes dancing at you in like a zoot suit, <laughs> you know, like weird shit, yeah. or like dogs like talking, or you know, weird. Because it's happening in a dream. Yeah, because really, it's um, a sleep paralysis or a uh, hypnagogic hallucination, <laughs> you know, shit like that. Yeah. But yeah, there's kind of some high strangeness, and they, they fucking nailed it in this movie. <laughs> the man, this shit is weird. <laughs> the uh, actually, the alien designs you the old sci-fi classic, This Island Earth. The head aliens, the Rylos guys, they look like those aliens, right? I haven't seen it in so long, but that's my recollection of the Silent Earth. No, the Silent Earth has, like, um, they got, like, claw hands and, like, big old eyes. They're all green and bumpy. I'm gonna pull it up. Could have sworn there was at least some alien that looked like a Silent Earth. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. Um, no, I mean, yeah. like... These fuckers. Oh, yeah, they're not the... you. Yeah, so the evil aliens in this island are different. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm talking about the, the good aliens. Yep, so they do look exactly the same. Okay, perfect, thank you. So they did it. Call it again. You did it this time, <laughs> last Starfighter. So we cut back to the beta Alex. Well, I mean, the Alex gets some shit. Uh, he basically gets the, the scrawl from the movie yelled at him by the ambassador of Rylos, right? Yeah, it's just the epilogue, or all the um, exposition. Oh, but we do get to see Zur for the first time, the ambassador's son, who is the emperor of the Kodan Empire, or is leading the Kodan Empire. It's like the whole, like the political shit that's going on is not well explained and is doesn't is not interesting. No, I didn't care about it at all. Yeah, I mean, I will say that the guy that plays Zur is well acted, but I don't care two shits about the character. No, yeah, he's got but... like a. Like a the stand-in 80s he's just a, sci-fi a villain. He's yeah. a wiener. He's, um, I don't know, he's a rich boy wiener. I've seen him, I've seen this character in every 80s movie. Just, <laughs> yeah, but I want to be the president of space. Uh, but well, go back to Beta Alex, he's uh, sleeping, sleeping real hard, because he's actually, like, cooking. He's <laughs> turning into 
to Alex. Yeah, they show him. He like removes the sheets, and man, he's fucking gross. Mm-hmm. I really like the makeup effects for that. <laughs> His like whole face. They should have gone practical effects for the entire thing. Yeah. Um, and then also I noticed he has a Save the Whales sticker. Well, they make fun of him for it. Mm-hmm. But uh, it would be cool if it said nuke the whales. Maybe. <laughs> From Nelson. Nelson <laughs> Gotta nuke something. <laughs> uh, and then cut back to regular Alex. He's about to see a press briefing from the king of Rylos. Um, no, it's an ambassador. Oh, but... I don't know. That, I, mean, I don't know how it works. Is he... I don't know. Yeah, they don't really... Again, I, don't, I, don't, I have no idea what the structure is. I don't is. know how their, their government works. But he accidentally steps on... um. Uh, like spider squid man's dick because he's like oh sorry stepped on your whatever spiders dicks are on the end of their leg and he stepped on the uh, guy's leg he stepped on the guy's dick <laughs> I think it's more of a squid man than a spider man though I just he stepped on his dick <laughs> he just so, well I think the same for like octopus octopi too I don't know enough about octopi physiology I think so we have to ask Dr. Zoidberg um, and then they all do um basically a nonce like after he tells them what's up everyone it's like, fucking victory or death. Yeah, victory or death. The, the Jews will not replace us. <laughs> Blood and soil. Blood and soil. Yeah, they did some crazy shit. Uh, then there's a Doctor Strangelove reference in the background. Because like, if you look under your oh, yeah. seats, you'll see blah, blah, blah. So, yes. cool, I guess. Good inspiration. You should have made a good movie, too. But <laughs> we can't all be Stanley Kubrick. Uh, this is where we meet Greg, his uh, future navigator. His husband. Yeah. His future husband. Uh, and he's, it turns out, Alex doesn't want to be a starfighter at this point. Yeah, and they he basically... spent his whole life leaving the trailer park, and now that he's like, drums in his lap, he um, doesn't want that shit. No, and they basically call him a coward. They're just like, you're a fucking coward. They don't basically call him a coward. Oh, like, Centauri calls him a coward, huh? Yeah. Alex calls him a coward, too. He's like, oh, save the whales? Or oh, beat Alex. Calls oh, him yeah. Alex. Save the whales, but save the universe. I'm like, piece of shit. Fucking pussy. <laughs> I'm a robot. What, what's your excuse? Yeah, they won't let him fight because he's a simuloid. Mm-hmm. But then he saves the day, proving that all lives matter. <laughs> oh, the, wait, this is where we see Zer in real life instead of a broadcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, immediately I was like, that's Lando's friend from Cloud City. Because he's got that <laughs> <laughs> wraparound yeah. some shit. And he's got like the craziest switchblade in the world. Yeah, and then he has that weird scepter mm-hmm. that looks like... That's what I'm talking about, that weird scepter. Is it a switchblade? Oh. Is it a switchblade? Yeah. Oh, because oh, they think. pop the spikes pop it's up. It's not just a scepter. And they show uh, this dude gets his brain microwaved by purple CG. Mm-hmm. That's that's the one scene that stands out to me as, like, more gruesome, like, way more gruesome than the rest of the movie. Yeah, because his, like, head swells and turns orange. Yeah, and it's just a melt oh, a little bit. Okay. I'm, that's like uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, when the Nazi opens it and it melts. It's like, oh, shit. Oh, I also have another note in here about how um, what Zer looks like. Have you ever seen the Lonely Island short, the Space Olympics? Once, I think, but I don't remember it. Well, Annie Sandberg as like the the host of the Space Olympics. Olympics is exactly what Zer looks like. <laughs> 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 That's Welcome to Space Olympics. Uh, Space Luge, totally canceled. Yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> And then we see the beef jerky boys, which are the Kodans, I guess. Mm-hmm. Some more dookie monsters. And, like, just, again, more bland costumes, um, bland voices, bland design. Mm-hmm. And they're all crazy. Yeah, it's some one guy could do the voice of 40 characters. Mm-hmm. Just have a robot. Just hire Billy West. Uh, or Frank the, Walker. It's 1984. He's, he's around. Yeah, the two main Kodans have different colored helmets, so. And one of them has, like, a Dragon Ball Z eyepiece. 
Oh yeah, and flips open and flips uh, closed and flips open. What's it doing? We don't know. He's scanning for power levels. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta take care of this one. Mm, Yeah, so I don't know. They tried. They have different helmets. So there you go. Budget, money well spent. My next note, I can't remember what it's referring to, because it says shooting Dookie. I guess maybe I just had Dookie on the mind from all these Dookie monsters. So, I mean, basically, from what I remember, Alex starts to go back to Earth. And then that's when uh, oh, no. they shoot the meteorites. And I yeah, that's the Dookie. Yes, yeah, those, I, uh, I remember the Dookie balls. Yeah, they were shooting Dookie at the, the hole they made. Oh, shit. And then I forgot, about, I forgot about Shifty Guy. There's like one, there's this the Shifty Guy that Alex sees when he first goes up to the Oh, yeah, because he's a saboteur. Yeah, and like they keep showing this guy. When they show him, like, why do they keep showing this Shifty motherfucker? <laughs> he's a limp or what? And then finally it was real to me because he, he puts some plastic explosives. Me, I have a They shooting Dookie. <laughs> why do they need it? To take down the cannon so that the Dookie would get through. Oh, oh yeah, because it does all time out that way. Mm-hmm. I was like... Uh, uh, my question is, why are these space stations, aliens using plastic explosives? Why don't they have something else? Why don't you give me, like, a thermal detonator like we see in Return of the Jedi? I don't know, what is a thermal... What, what even is a thermal detonator? Exactly. It's a frag grenade, it seems like. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Give me something spacey. Remember in Vietnam when people were fragging their commanders? I mean, it'll only have a handful of times. <laughs> Got all the dookie shot and blew up that space station. So now Alex is the titular character. He's the last star. He's player. the last star. And back to beta Alex. Oh, no, Alex comes back. Um, after Centauri really just, fuck you, bitch. No, no, they go back. First, they go back to the trailer park. And both beta Alex and Centauri lay into him about how much of a wuss baby he is. And he's like, you know what, beta Alex? I'm sick of your shit. You're going back. And so we call Centauri on the little device he gave him. And that's when the, I think it's like Zodan, or Zandozan. Oh, the, the assassin. Uh, alien assassin. Alien. Mm-hmm. And apparently they smell really bad. Yeah, they stink. That's what we got out of this. Mm-hmm. Oh, but uh, Alex, real Alex gets slapped by Maggie, and she's like, oh, you don't like my strange sexual <laughs> urges? Because <laughs> Beta Alex doesn't understand sex. <laughs> He's a Beta. He's a soy boy. <laughs> soy boy. Oh, that reminds me, I was trying to remember who the, like, British kissy boy twink from InfoWars is that hates Soy Boys. Oh, and I, uh, well, uh, I don't want to give them the name, I know. Here's what I did, is I googled uh, InfoWars Soy Boy Bitch, <laughs> and the first answer result was uh, Paul Joseph Anderson, or whatever his name is, and I was like, yep, yeah, that's who I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> you soy boys. He looks like he weighs like 110 pounds, and like, why does everyone who's concerned about people's soy intake look like the little, little wimpiest dudes ever? I mean, I don't want to say it's the Napoleon complex, but I think it's the Napoleon complex. It's so weird. And then he's like hawking those like weird fucking man pills from the yeah. that contain soy. You, you need to get the greatest protein powder made from all the ground up chicken parts. It's chocolate flavored. Man, I'm, I'm gonna hit him chocolate up. Chocolate flavored chicken parts ground up. I need to get a Twitter so I can talk to this guy and be like, man. I mean, I have a Twitter and I'll talk back. Oh, but I just like, I love feminism. I love socialism. I'm a, I'm a liberal SJW soy boy, but I prefer um, hemp protein. And I also got like 100 pounds on it. <laughs> well, you're also like a foot taller than that's why you're 100 pounds on it. Yeah, but now I'm a soy boy. Soy boy. No way that dude's ever been in a fight. Maybe, you don't know. You know what else he lies about? 
liking punk rock. Because he's a big enamor of me. Not no, my favorite punk band is the Ramones. I don't know. He tries to say he's like punk and he's real punk. Well, no, you're not, man. You fucking because you don't trust the government. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have a vest? I have a vest. I still have. Do you still have a vest? Yeah, I wore it the other day actually. <laughs> when I went to the Moon Festival. I wear it sometimes, like when I'm going out and need to look formal. <laughs> it's your formal vest. Yeah, it's my formal uh, fucking punk vest with <laughs> spikes and patches all over and shit. Um, no, mostly it's just like for parties, so people know that uh, I mean business. Not to travel. <laughs> like, uh, guess what, guys? We live in a one-way system. Check the patch. Um. So, uh, yeah. So the soy boy, uh, soy boy, we were talking about does not appear in this film. No. But uh, there is Beta Alex, who's he's not really a soy boy. Well, I mean, he's Beta. Right? Yes. Like the, he's a cop. Okay, I have a whole big problem with the beta. Like if you're, you shouldn't. If you're really trying to insult someone, wouldn't Omega be a better insult because it's the last letter in the Greek alphabet? I guess, but wouldn't be well because it's all based off of the hierarchy of wolves, which is also not how how wolves work. I think we no, talked about only in captivity, yeah. yeah, and not even just in captivity. It's like in, only in certain situations. Well, never mind, it's not important. Yeah, where are they from? Different families. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, people are dumb, uh, but you know they're just a bunch of cucks. Cucks. Just throwing so it right back at them. Yeah. I mean, why are, they all, why are all considered as pedophile cucks? I don't know, but it certainly seems like it. Mm-hmm. And um, rapists. And uh, what are all the terrible qualities? Oh, just capitalist pigs. Um, NPCs. Cucks. Always, get, that one. always getting cuckolded. They're, they're, like, they're really upset about black people because they want to have sex with black dudes. Um, I don't know, there's whack. It's terrible. What's the deal with it? I don't know. What TV shows do they watch? <laughs> That's what I'm curious it's about. It's a lot of country music, though. Yeah, like, if... Well, if, I mean, like, there, there's a reason Duck Dynasty was so big. Duck Dynasty? Oh, because that, like, that was their audience? Yeah. I guess country music television, because, like, country music now is specifically designed by corporations to appeal to that specific demographic. Yeah, it kind of was always to a certain degree, but there was like an element of what outlaw. Yeah, Hank Williams was... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Talk shit about Hank Williams. I won't talk shit about Hank Williams, sorry. What about Hank Williams 3, who exists right now and um, is more punk than he is country? Yeah, I'm not going to talk shit about any Hank Williams. That's right, you got Hank Williams, Hank Williams Jr., Hank Williams 3. And then hopefully the Hank Williams Four is on the way. Hopefully, but he's mm-hmm. gonna be like really big into like gospel music. Nah, he's gonna like be a mumble rapper. For <laughs> sure, something like that, because he'll be from this generation. Because Hank Williams Three is like our age, uh-huh. so he was listening like the same like punk music I was and shit. And then also country, the tradition of country music and his family mixed it together. Hank Williams Four. Cloud the tradition of country music and punk rock, but then also, you know, Mumbrab is on the internet right now. He'll be like, Country gang, country gang, country gang, country gang. My bitch loves song with twang. <laughs> Man, they, this shit writes itself. Oh, so the aliens here. Um, Alex has a board with a nail in it, so. As we know from Ned Planners and Simpsons, the perfect weapon for an alien. Yeah, Do you think that's a reference to The Last Star Planner? Could be. Simpsons have references. Like, all over the place, Like, right? Kurt yeah, and it references. Uh, but he's overpowered at this point because he's got a board with a nail in it. So, Blizzard, please nerf Alex. <laughs> he's got a board with a nail. Uh, but the monster gets to jump on him because he impersonates Centauri. 
Oh, he just disentires voice. Mm-hmm. He's like, Alex, Alex, come here. And then he pulls him up through the, you know, those things, the overhang. There's a name for the specific kind it is where it has, like, lattice work. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know the name I can't think of right now. But uh, it's a P. Patagonia. Patagonia. <laughs> Patagonia. It's not a Patagonia, but... Pasadena. He pulls him up through the Pasadena. And uh, they they wrestle. Alex gets away, and he's like, oh, shit, man, what am I going to do? And then he gets to drop on him again. <laughs> he's above him, and he's like, pew, 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 pew. And the centurion has to come and rescue him. And he shoots that dude's arm off. Mm-hmm. But he gets hit in the process. Well, no, what happens is the arm gets shot off, and then he, Alex and centurion are talking, and, like, the fish man oh, controls his, the, like... His arm starts controlled, moving independently of his body, mm-hmm. and shoots centurion. And then centurion's hurt bad. He's hurt real bad. Yeah, because I guess they wanted to do a twist on um, the Maz Eisley Cantina scene. Because. Arm fell off, but yeah. it still hurt. But oh man, he's still using the arm. Whoa! Yeah, they do a real big twist on the Obi Wan character. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's wearing a suit. <laughs> no, no, at the end of the movie, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. This movie's third act is completely a mess. It's, it's all bullshit. It's just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my notes definitely taper off as we get into, like, the last fucking 45 minutes of the movie. My, uh, my note right after I finished it is, I wrote on it, his third act problems. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to point out when, um, just because, uh, uh, the, the actor who plays Centauri, Robert Preston, is from, like, a different time period of acting, he overacts a little bit. Issues. Yeah, just a little bit, but, um, when he gets shot... <laughs> it, it, it looks like he's like, ah, shit, what's up? <laughs> well, if you look, as he's flying up to the space station, he checks, it looks like he shit himself. Because that blood does not look like blood. He's, he's got, got put monster blood. Yeah, he, they shot some of his dookie out. <laughs> well, it's true. You don't know where aliens' physiology is. They could have gotten intestine. Yeah. He could be, he could be, you know, bleeding out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he does make it to the space station before he dies, and he gets to... We learn a lot about space capitalism. He's <laughs> like, man, I just want to be rich. I'm tired <laughs> of being poor. And uh, Greg. Greg. Yeah, Greg. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, my people are slaves because of this goddamn fucking capitalism. Space capitalism. This is just me reading between the lines. Uh, I'm assuming. Like, I don't remember this speech from Greg. He's yeah, talking no. about his wife and his clutch of children. Yeah, his wife Lloyd. Is what he mm-hmm. called Lloyd, yeah. Because he got to be spacey. So yeah, mm-hmm. Just a very neat variation of the word wife. But I don't Even though Alex is supposed to hear English from him from now on. But, uh, yeah, but these Rylos people are clearly like the large emperor and very well established. And I'm, they bring people from all these vassal states. I'm like, yeah, these are oppressed people. Like, yeah, hey, will you save the kingdom for us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not one of the starfighters is from Rylos. No. They're like, fuck, we can't have our own starfighters. They might die. That's like fucking Byzantium. Where they're like, oh, let's bring in all the Gauls and Germans to fight for I us. Mean, that's, I mean, really, that's the end of the Roman Empire is when they started having foreign mercenaries. And you know, you, the actual Roman citizens don't want to fight anymore. Mm-hmm. They'd rather go work on, like, some... Uh, Feudal lords land. I mean, that's really hot. That's how. That's how people start thinking way off base. Yeah. <laughs> this is gonna get cut anyways. Also, this is. Uh, I mean, it's, this is just modern war too. Where like, here you go, poor people will go die. Yeah. You gotta die for the corporation, really. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say the empire, but man, eh. 
You gotta die so Apple can make a trillion dollars. You gotta die so that China can build a road for Afghanistan. Man, that's just not gonna work. They're very brave. But we were talking about earlier, China just doesn't care. Yeah, they're gonna, it'll work. Because they don't give a uh, shit. We're gonna fucking do it, so... We got more shit than you do, <laughs> all these other countries. Uh, what a world. If only we could have gotten abducted, alien abducted, so we could be starfighters instead of living in the United I don't States. Know, we talked about this a little bit in the last episode, but if you watch Clerks, not all video games that are looking to uh, recruit are looking to recruit to become a, the last starfighter. Well, Some are looking to recruit to make you a slave. Well, remember the game he was playing was about building a pyramid. <laughs> yeah. He was like a slave playing as a slave. And he's like, oh, cool. It's like the last starfighter. I'm going to be a hero now. And he's like, well, no. They're like, what? You played a game where you move giant stones. But, but break brick rocks. Um, I don't care what Kyle says. Kyle's Kevin Smith, I love you. Space capitalism. I, he's a nice guy. Some of his movies are good. I like him as a human being. I appreciate his enthusiasm about, like, nerd shit. But he just... He's he's like, like, not all of it's good, Kevin. Yeah, most of it's not good right now. And he's like, nah, fucking, I don't care. I'm just happy to see it. Which is cool. I guess if I was waiting 50 years for this shit to happen. I mean, part of me is happy to see it, but I was a bigger fan of Marvel as a kid anyway, so... Yeah. And like, I mean, we recorded, like, the, the uh, Nick Fury... Movie, TV yeah. movie, you know, on VHS. Hell yeah. Well, yeah, well, I was a big fan of Marvel, and then even um, when we were hell in comics when we were young, I cared more about the art and, like, character interactions and shit. I'm like, oh, they're gonna fight Magneto again? Yeah, you know? Yeah. And that's, like, the focus of most of the movies. Like, I like Logan. Logan's a good comic book movie. Because it's just about Logan. Being Logan? Mm-hmm. Even though... Hugh Jackman's friends and Jared Kushner and Ivanka. Mm. I mean, I do believe that you should be judged by the company that you keep. That's why he'll never be in the MCU. Yeah. Chris Evans doesn't want shit to do with you. Uh, I heard Chris Evans isn't allowed to have an opinion because he's an actor. Is that true? I don't know. Have you asked him? Because he doesn't seem to give two shits. Oh. Well, um, it's interesting because... Connie was allowed to have an opinion until he said that he didn't agree with them anymore. I'll just see the recent Onion um, headline about Kanye. No, I'm sure it's great, though. Go ahead and lay it on me. All right. So remember when uh, if he first started talking about Trump, they had a good one where it's like, Nation suddenly cares about black man's opinion. <laughs> so that's pretty good. Uh, this one now is, uh, uh, it seems like Kanye is finally back on his meds, says country that's technically talking about <laughs> mental illness. <laughs> so that one's pretty good. <laughs> um, I, I believe... Everybody isn't entitled to their opinion. I just don't have to care about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, our president is, uh, he's an actor. He's I mean, is he an actor? Yeah, TV I've show. I've seen him in plenty of movies and TV shows. Yeah, okay, but... he's a celebrity. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he's a celebrity, so, I don't he doesn't... You know, he was in a movie, we watched uh, Little Rascals, I'm going to talk about this in the pod, but we watched, I watched Little Rascals, the original movie with kids, mm-hmm. not like the... The 90s one. Yeah, the 90s movie, I should say. Um, and uh, Gold- Whoopi Goldberg and Donald Trump are in the same fucking movie. <laughs> That's crazy. In the same stands at the end. Oh, because Donald Trump plays the rich kid's dad. Yeah, and then uh, Whoopi Goldberg plays uh, Buckwheat's mom. Because yeah, they both have dreads, get it? And they're black. Yeah, I mean, they have dreads. Oh, it will be- yeah. They I have a lot of like fond memories of Whoopi Goldberg as a kid. I used to like Whoopi I still like Whoopi Goldberg. Is she all right now? She's not like old and crazy? I don't give a shit. Oh, I like it. I like she movie. made Karina Karina and Distract. Give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And Ghost. 
Oh. That's part of Ghost. Because mm-hmm. she's just like, what the fuck? How's the charlatan? What's going on? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Uh, so, um, we get to finally see, oh, he's like, oh, man, where's all the other Starfires? They're fucking dead! <laughs> and then, um, they go to the spaceship, though, we finally get to see his gunship, or Gunstar. 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 Well, he showed the other Gunstars when he first comes to the next, oh, Gunstars, I must be dreaming. Oh, yeah. But well, this I mean, is a prototype Gunstar. I mean, he's got like, a secret weapon. He gets to get in it and stuff. There's an elevator. The set was actually pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, this Gunstar design, again, the design is not good. It's garbage. Yeah, it's just not interesting. Nope. It looks like a, someone saw, like, a lunar lander, and like, let's make a starfighter out of it. Yeah, very uninspired, like, all the art direction in this movie. It's just, you don't have a boring sci-fi fantasy movie. Like, if it doesn't look interesting, you've made, you've made a mistake, just stop making a movie now and go home. Yeah, I think what's the point? Yeah. Like, you're, oh, well, let me show you this crazy world, this alien world, and... Everyone's dookie monsters <laughs> in the spaceships. Beef, beef jerky people. Yeah, and the spaceships look like four-year-old drew them. It's awesome. The kids are going to love it. We need to make a video game and a toy line. And nope. It's going to be bigger than Star Wars. Get in here, Atari. Check it out. Yeah, much as I show on Star Wars, like, at least they had good ideas. Uh, oh, we're back at um, Earth, though. Oh, yeah, Maggie and Alec, bit Alex, have gone to the lake. Mm-hmm. Um... I noticed in these scenes they must have reshot a lot of the Beta Alex stuff because he's clearly wearing a wig. Test screens really like the Beta Alex stuff. Oh, so they filmed more. So they filmed more and, and they had to go back and reshoot after he cut his hair or something like that. Yeah, I would have much preferred a movie that was about Beta Alex. Well, maybe we talked about this before we started recording, but there's a good movie in here, but it's all centered at the trailer park. There's a good movie in here, but it's a completely different movie. <laughs> it's just about this kid. In the trailer park in his life. It's like a slice of life movie about this trailer park. While I was watching it, I was like, man, I really want to watch like a fucking way different movie right now. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, what if they just followed his life in the trailer park? You know, just the real, I mean, uh, what's a comparable movie? Um, the Goonies. No, like not an adventure movie. Like some type of shit that would like try to get an Oscar, you know? Yeah. Where it's just about the poor down, down and downtrodden in this kid's life and... How he gets out of it or doesn't, and the soundtrack's like done by Johnny Jewel, so it's cool. And yeah, yeah, you know, oh fucking Ryan Gosling's movie that he directed, uh, Lost River. There you go. That'd be what I was thinking of. It wouldn't be an amazing movie, but it'd be a pretty good movie. <laughs> I still think that even if he keeps the most sci-fi elements, you can you can do a good sci-fi '80s movie set in the trailer park mostly. Yeah, Maggie tells Alex that he sucks. And then they hop in the truck. Well, no, she's like, she's like, you suck, Alex. And he's like, all right, fine, let me blame it on you. I'm a robot. Oh, yeah. oh, wait, no, we're not there yet. I thought no, it's right there. It's no, because she tells him she's he sucks. Oh, right, and then he tries to put the moves on her. No, when they're trying to, he's helping Otis fix the oh, that's right, satellite, and like uh, he says like, oh, maybe I should put my tongue in here now. And she's like, you suck, Alex. <laughs> But then they do go to the lake, and um, one of the background characters, when they hop in the truck, is like, let that sucker blast, because they're playing a really generic, wimpy 80s song. It's like, yeah, fucking, I'm feeling it. Working too hard, yeah. trying to make a living, hustling all day. Oh, I um, I found the Shaka Khan song that reminded me of that song, and it's Shaka Khan Ain't Nobody. If Ain't nobody. To it. Check that out. <laughs> Try it on Spotify. Uh, we're all sponsored by Spotify. 
Spotify, please sponsor us. That'd be crazy <laughs> to be a podcast on Spotify being sponsored by Spotify. Uh, but Spotify is pretty cool. I I make no opinions of Spotify or, or otherwise or not. But if they want to sponsor us, go for it. Yeah. Um, We're on Spotify. If you'd like to follow us on Spotify. Yeah, do it up. Fucking get on there, man. Quit messing around. Let's get Spotify. You're using Apple Music? Ooh. I sure am not using Apple Music. Oh, are you using Apple Music? Oh. Oh, you have an iPhone, though, huh? Yeah, I do. Yeah, Apple, please sponsor us. <laughs> Actually, I would not get sponsored by Apple. I really don't like them as a company. I don't know. You don't become a trillion dollar company without slave labor or sweatshop. Yeah, yeah. yeah, very yeah. Room. I mean, as far as we're getting way our far afield, it's the last mm-hmm. starship. We're last starfighter right now, but. Uh, this is more interesting than the last <laughs> Especially the third act. Yeah. Um, what's cool right now, though, is uh, they drive by in their truck, blasting their fucking high pass music. Like, this is. Proto Trap is just the fucking dopest beats you've ever heard. Like, I'm, I swear, uh, R.L. Grime must have heard this song, and that's what started his career as a trap DJ. But uh, the cop sees him. But what I want to point out is the cop's out of his car, peeing on the side of the road. I've gotten tickets before for urinating in public. Someone needs to arrest this cop. <laughs> Quote unquote urinating in public. Alright, so if it's like after the bar is closed, hella late at night, and I go down like an alleyway in between two buildings and pee behind a dumpster, am I urinating in public? No. <laughs> no, well, I got ticket anyways. <laughs> Did you fight that shit? You gotta go to court. I'll represent you, Kyle. Oh, uh, no, at that point I already had a. The DUI thing going, so it was like, eh, they're gonna just fucking get me. I just made the ticket. Well, actually, no, I've already been done with the DUI, but, uh... Another, your other bullshit, your DUI for smoking marijuana several days before My DUI for smoking marijuana one time in the last month. Arizona's so cool, everyone move here. Uh, this, oh, then we learn about Greg's wife, always. He's like, yeah, I got a family, too. Oh, that's Maggie. Mm. And then we see the dad, who we don't see in the movie, so we assume he must have passed away from the movie started. I was thinking he probably just abandoned him. I don't know. You think there'd be more anger when he says, oh, "This is my mom and dad." Oh, it doesn't matter either way. Yeah, because yeah, it just seems like a weird plot point. Like, why even put the dad in it if you're not going to address uh-huh. what happened to him? Yeah, and I mean, it's, it's obviously probably something dark cut. Yeah, and it's like I think the director, the director stood in for the dad or mm-hmm. the DP or something like that, yeah. King Baggett. <laughs> uh, uh, but now we're back to the lake, and fucking everyone's getting finger blasted. <laughs> like that's we're at the lake. Everyone's just. Only a few feet apart, under blankets, just that real high school, like, first sexual encounter. It's great. It's fucking everyone loves going to the lake. And, uh, the old Jack Burton over there. Wait, that's not Jack Burton. Jack Burton is, uh... Jack Burton's, uh, a goddamn hero. Alright? That's, uh, Jack Blake. Jack, old Jack Blake. Old Jack Blake. Um, and then, so, Beta Alex doesn't know how to do the... I mean, it's... They're 17, 16, it's going to be awkward for it anyways, but I mean, I, I guess Maggie's a pro. Well, Maggie and Alex have clearly already been finger blasting back and forth a little bit. They've been, mm-hmm. There's been some heavy petty. They've been experimenting. Yeah. Um, uh, and then he copies the uh, old Jack Blake. Yeah. Now this Again, Jack Blake is just not a good dude. Um, he's like, the other girls have meant nothing to me, baby. Come on. Don't worry. After this, I'm just going to go down and try to pork Maggie. Yeah, come on. You know, I'm just a young, I'm a young hot guy. I got a cowboy hat and a truck. And what can you expect, man? The ladies want me to put it in. I got to do it. 
Uh, yeah, it doesn't go well with Beta Alex. <laughs> yeah, Maggie's not into that shit. No, it's mm-hmm. Jack Blake's girlfriend's like, oh, talk dirty to me. But Beta Alex is like, alright, fuck it, I'm a robot. Yeah. And she's like, what? But then he gets shot, revealing his robot <laughs> guns. robot parts. like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then there's uh, the... The real axe is out there saving the universe. Oh, yeah, and the assassin hears that. But he still shoots the beta anyways. He's like, well, I think he's got to prove it. <laughs> he's like, I don't know if this guy's a beta oh, yeah. or not. Boom. Blast him, he's beta. Uh, assassin starts running, so they steal the big old truck. And uh, <laughs> I love this like chase scene because... Um, Maggie is fucking so excited. <laughs> like, she's like, don't talk, drive, and has like the biggest smile on her face. She's like, what are we going to do? And she's just fucking loving it, because her life's not very exciting at the trailer park, really. But she's fucking into this. He's like, I want to tell you to jump, jump. Yeah, and so she jumps out, but he just crashes. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's, he's a hero. honorable seppuku. Mm-hmm. He's more heroic than real Alex. Alex just fucking being a wiener all over the place. I mean, real Alex comes through in the end, right? I guess after being like peer pressured by Greg for the last fucking forty minutes of the movie, <laughs> it's dirty and beta Alex. Mm-hmm. I mean, Luke Skywalker did not have to be pushed this much to save people. He wanted to do it already. Yeah, Luke Skywalker wanted to go on an adventure, and he's like, "Cool, an opportunity for an adventure." Yeah. This kid's like, "Yeah, I can't wait to get out of this trailer park." Oh, I'm the guy's gonna be going to space though. Oh, go back to Shirley Park, please. So now we're back in space with uh, Grig, Greg, yeah, Alex, yeah. the Codans, mm-hmm. uh, Emperor Zerg. Isn't that Buzz Lightyear's enemy? Zerg. Oh. Yeah. You know, from StarCraft. Oh, yeah. The Zerg. Wait, did StarCraft come out first or did it? StarCraft definitely came out before Toy Story, Toy Story 1. Yeah. I think it's really close. I don't know, Blizzard actually copied. A lot of their games from other shit, so yeah, they I mean, did a better job making. Starcraft it. is basically just Warhammer. 40k. Yeah. Warcraft is Warhammer. Though. They were actually making a Warhammer game, and then they couldn't get the license, so they just made Warcraft. <laughs> Same thing Starcraft. Let's make a Warhammer 40k game. Yeah. Ah, fuck. Damn it. There's no tension at all in the big climactic battle. No. Like, um, there's, like there's no. We know Grig and, uh, and Alex is gonna make it through. I don't care at all. Like I don't, I'm not worried about it. Everything's gonna work out. They're gonna use that decibel, death blossom. It's always a really great sign when uh, there's some sort of narrative device that's brought in in the third act. Oh yeah, well, don't touch that. That's the death blossom. <laughs> wow, I wonder what's gonna happen with that. And all it does is spin around and shoot lasers. Yeah, the same lasers he's been using the whole time. time. I thought something cool was gonna happen. Yeah, nope. <laughs> you thought wrong. You watched the wrong movie. Wrong movie. Uh, the yeah, best something the visually movie. interesting that happened in this movie? Oh, no. No. The best scene in the movie was um, when Beta Alex takes off his head, and his brother, brother wakes up, and he's like, what the shit? <laughs> That's the, again, like, the practical effects parts mm-hmm. are interesting, and, like, the CG space fights are boring as shit. Yeah, it wasn't as good as um, the headless sexual assault from Reanimator, though. <laughs> we should watch Reanimator sometime. <laughs> I can't believe it. I feel so... Well, they had... Oh, we'll talk about it if we ever watch Reanimator, but it's pretty weird. <laughs> um, yeah, so no, nothing visually interesting ever happens in this movie. Everything looks bad. Uh, they, he just saves the day by shooting laser beams everywhere. The same laser he's been using. All the ships look like garbage. I think the Dookie guy's a reser. No, the Dookie guy's tried to arrest her, right? Oh, he escapes in the skate pod. And then, yeah, there's like a... And then... As a, a cliffhanger for the... Yeah, because there's going to be a sequel here. Sure. Um, and so Zur escapes. And obviously Zur has been proven, shown to be a very competent, imposing 
villain, so we're very concerned that he's escaped. Yeah, like, oh no, what's gonna happen mm-hmm. next? I'm guessing he's probably not gonna know how to fight the escape pod and just die in space. <laughs> yeah. Shoot himself straight into the sun. Oh yeah, and then the Dookie boys get blown up anyways, right? They try to ram Alex, but... Yeah, and right at the last second, the, the Starfighter's power comes back and he nearly avoids it and destroys the Dookie boys. Well, they get caught in the moon's gravitational pull and just crash into that moon. Uh, bye, Dookie boys. And the day is saved. Is there any people, any Rylos people left? Or yeah, they show some Rylos, there's some Rylos people at the base. I think the Ambassador was still there. Yeah. It's just the Starfighters that seem to have died. Um, like, again, well, they only had, like, Rylos are great. They had a, Starfighters are expensive. They only had like a dozen of them. So. Um, and they recruit Alex to be the new Starfighter commander, rebuild the Starfleet. Mm-hmm. And here, we go back to Earth, and they s- decide to make some tension here for some fucking reason. Oh, is this Maggie? Is Maggie going to go with them? Well, not even that. Like, the, when the, the Starfighter lands, and then Alex comes down in the ele- elevator, they're, like, trying to... Is it Alex? Is it not Alex? Is it somebody else? Because, you know, he has a max down the entire oh, right. time. It's, they're trying to build some fake tension, right? And it really irked me, considering how little tension they managed to build in the actual final fight. Well, there's no, there's, yeah, he's gonna do it. <laughs> like, and it's not gonna be thrilling because they didn't have the budget for it. Uh, I like that uh, Granny has the shotgun and she's like, I'm gonna shoot this Greg monster. <laughs> I thought it'd be interesting if that's how the movie ended, where he did get shot. I actually thought it would be more interesting if, if it ends with, you know, Alex going up in the Starfighter and Maggie just sitting with her grandma crying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do like uh, another great line from Lewis, Alex's brother. Uh, great, great, Greg's like, I've heard a lot about you. And he's like, that's right, I'm famous in space, you slime. <laughs> he's just so mean to everybody, because he's famous. Well, Lewis wants to become a Starfighter. Last part of the movie, he pushes up to the Starfighter machine, has a go at it. Well, that, I'm, he's gonna have I'm a guessing gift. like that would be the sequel. Is like the two star the two starfighters, <laughs> and it'll just be him and his the two little brother trying to defeat there. I I would make a, a sequel to the last starfighter called the other starfighter, and mm-hmm. it it stars a grown up Lewis who never achieved his dream of becoming a starfighter. He just works in that general story to go. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like a real shitty trailer park. All anything picturesque <laughs> about it is died down. Uh, it, you know, someone's cooking meth in one of the trailer mm-hmm. park, in one of the trailers. Oh, it's just trailer park it's boys. It's just a regular trailer park. Yeah. Turns into the trailer park boys. Uh, yeah, so, um, that's it. This movie wasn't good. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like, terrible, but it was like, yeah, whatever. I guess I would watch it over Death Proof. If I had to choose between watching Death Proof 2 again and watching Death Proof, you mean? Yeah, Death Proof. Death Proof is a good movie. Yeah, that's Quentin Tarantino's movie. Yeah, I'll watch Kurt Russell and all those things. Yeah. Um, I guess I would actually watch The Last Starfighter over Death Wish or Cobra. Or Cobra? I don't know, I might watch Cobra over Death Wish. I mean, over, uh, Last Starfighter. I just, um, when I think about Cobra now, all I can think about is, uh, Sylvester Stallone doing sneaky moves. <laughs> Satan. All I can think about is the Chaos Watch and Pen. Why is it made with like Mortal Kombat level yeah. CG? Yeah, uh, so uh, it's the best uh, 1994 as an offer. This one's got like a skull and a flame on it. Yeah, so I give the last Starfighter a fucking Zer out of Beta Alex. <laughs> I respect The Last Starfighter about as much as I respect old Jack Blake. Old Jack Blake. 
Junior blasting everyone's ladies. <laughs> Hop on in this truck, Alex's mom. I'm <laughs> <laughs> gonna get finger blasted. <laughs> That's the only move I got. Never got past first base. Finger blasting is second base. I don't know. No, finger blasting is third. Oh what? Oh, yeah, man, first is, is, home is first is tongue, right? And second is the hand stuff. I don't know what hand stuff is for like you know movies. Mm. I don't know. What, um, what is it for dudes? Uh, it doesn't. There's no clothing for dudes because uh, women are sexual objects and men are baseball players. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. That shit's so whack. That baseball system. Baseball's a boring sport. Don't use it for metaphors or anything. <laughs> I don't even want to think about baseball. Ever. I'm mad about thinking about it right now. Yeah, I'm angry. Um, so the next movie we're going to watch is Fields of Dreams. <laughs> <laughs> That's a baseball movie, right? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, uh, you know that Major League was a good movie, though. I do like Major League. Mm-hmm. You have Big Mobs. Big Mobs. That's the second one, though. Uh, all of them are good, I think. Even the third one? I don't know. The one without Charlie Sheen? Oh, no. The second one doesn't have Wesley Slamps to replace him. Oh, the fuck? Yeah. I guess only the first one's good then. That's right. Yeah, because the Snipe Man's in it. Yeah. Hell yeah. What do you mean, What do you mean, What movie are we going to watch next? I don't know. I haven't thought about it. Um, what are some of the options? You want to do the list? Uh, Alright, so we watched the sci-fi movie, so give me another category. Kids, Kung Fu, Action, Horror, Questionable Sci-Fi-esque Movies is the other title. What's the uh, action got? I only have Commando in action. I haven't, I haven't really acted for us. Oof. Commando, huh? There's also, we can watch like American Ninja, um, there is, there are a million fucking Chuck Norris movies we can watch. Let's watch The Gate. The Gate? That was one of the ones that was a kid's movie. Hell yeah, let's watch The Gate with Stephen Dorff. Stephen Dorff. He's the little child in it. Yeah. Child actor Stephen Dorff. Well, I mean, there's a bunch of child actor movies we can watch. Monster Squad. Monster Squad. Yeah, Gate. We're watching The Gate next. What is it? The Wolfman's got nards. The Wolfman's got nards. As you would. As a wolf man, or a wolf, or a man. Does he have four nards? Because he's half wolf, half man, but twice as many nards? <laughs> Wouldn't he just have one wolf nard, one man one nard? One regular nard? Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Or are they half wolf, half man nards? They have just extra hair. Alright, yeah, so let's watch The Gate next time. Um, as far as I recall, it will be better than The Last Starfighter. It's part of uh, Lucy Fulci's uh, Gates of Hell trilogy. So... It's got Steven Dorff in it, and it's a kids movie, but there's just a lot of uh, violent gore, um, exposed breasts, ADR, because the original audio is in Italian. Uh, it's great. It's great. <laughs> um, is it? Yeah, it's Lucio Fulci's Gates of Hell trilogy. I think, yeah. I'm being smartass, though. This is not part of Lucio Fulci's <laughs> Gates of Hell trilogy. This is a kids movie. <laughs> but we might watch some of the Gates of Hell trilogy eventually. Love you. I, I really like the uh, Italian... The gross out horror from the 80s. Oh, yeah, so look at the blood. <laughs> and he's a man, he's a nipple, he's a poppin'. <laughs> they ADR over that, so it's like Americans and Canadians. Yeah, I still, uh, it's like one dude doing it for the entire movie, but yeah. No, he had enough money in, by the 80s that it wasn't that bad. It's not like a zombie. Or zombie 2, rather. Like all the old kung fu movies that we watch? Mm-hmm. Well, well, because... <laughs> uh, Night of the Living Dead was called Zombie in Italy. And then uh, Lucio Fulci made a uh, unlicensed sequel to it called Zombie 2 that has nothing to do with that. <laughs> but it is really gruesome. And a zombie fights a shark. Ah, uh, zombie, you punch a shark in the mouth. 
All right, we'll watch the gate next time. Um, oh, watch the gate. Well, what's our website? Oh yeah, we should probably plug shit. We never do that. I'm gonna create a ad and just stick it up somewhere. Uh, our website is mcventureproductions.com. M C V E N T U R E dot com, and you can catch the the Twitch stream there. There's links to donate if you want to buy ad space I'll for yourself. Sure. You can do all that shit there. Let's say you want to say happy birthday to your mom while you listen to us talk about the gate. You can do that there. Mm-hmm. Or uh, fucking, you can recommend movies to us, but you gotta pay to recommend them. <laughs> you gotta, sorry, I'm not gonna take your recommendation seriously unless you put some money on it. It's like a high stakes bet. If we don't like your movie, it's double. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're gonna come after you for more money. Uh, yeah, that's about it though. We're, this has been Space Force. Uh, I'm Kyle. I'm a soy boy. Uh, what's that? Paul Joseph Watson, where that dude is? Someone let him know I want to fight him. <laughs> like a celebrity boxing pal. And then they do like a that Logan Paul like fought some other Twitch YouTuber. live fucker fight somebody. Yeah, they made a bunch of money off of it too. Yeah. Like BS. Won't be tag team match. They <laughs> <laughs> do tag team MMA matches. Well, Man, they should tag team MMA. <laughs> That'd be nuts. Alright, we'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>